welcome to Grace and Peace Radio. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and it's my hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Welcome to the Earthquake Edition of Grace and Peace Radio. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and once again, it's a joy to be with you. Thanks so much for joining me. So this is the Earthquake Edition. And you're like, why? Why is this the Earthquake Edition? Because today, as I record this, I sat through a 5.1 earthquake, a 5.1 magnitude earthquake. Now, I guess by the time it got to me, because I was about 200 miles away or something like that from the epicenter, which was in Sparta, North Carolina, uh, it's probably less than that. I guess, I don't know what it was, but uh, I was sitting on the couch in my living room this morning at about 8.07 a.m., I guess it was, according to the reports. And there was this sound going through my attic, like like a rushing wind kind of a thing. And, you know, it's creaking. and But there was no wind outside. So I knew, like, what what is going on? So in this, all these, in five seconds, I had this thought of, like, what is that? And then, literally, I could feel the whole house just kind of sway. It's the only way I can explain it. Uh, Suddenly it just went wavy. And then my couch, I felt like I was on like a little John boat or something. And I was just kind of teetering there in the water a little bit. It was, uh, you know, nothing major, but it was like definitely not normal. And by the time I realized like, what is, you know, what is this? You know, of course in the news recently, we just had the uh, the explosion in Beirut, Lebanon. So I'm thinking, okay, is this something, some distant explosion that I'm feeling the effects of or what? So first thing I do, I jump out to Twitter and I'm like looking up earthquakes. And sure enough, other people are in Charlotte and other places. They're like, Hey, did you feel this earthquake? Was that an earthquake, etc. And uh, yeah, so lo and behold, it, it was, uh, it was an earthquake. Like I said, it was about uh, almost 200 miles away and still felt it. So that was interesting. Uh, I think when I was a kid in New Jersey, we had we had a tremor. I think I was either in school or walking home from school, and it lasted literally probably about the same amount of time. Um, but it was wasn't anything near this even. It just you I don't know just the earth shook or something, and it's like that was it. So so that was interesting. Um, so yeah, so I I can now say that 2020 has brought an earthquake. Um, so that was interesting. So let's see what else. Um, but anyway, I wanted to uh, touch on a couple other announcements and things. Uh, I thought maybe one of the things I'll start talking about on the show are my thrift store finds. Now, let me just tell you up front, I'm giving you a secret here, okay? I'm letting you in. This is, this is big, big secret stuff. Okay. This is just between me and you don't go spreading this around, but most of my library comes from the thrift store. I love going to thrift stores and getting, finding a good book deal. And, uh, I've gotten some pretty good deals on some pretty good books. So since I'm probably not going to be shopping in a thrift store near you, there's my advice. Go to your thrift stores and look for good, solid theological books. The one I just picked up 
is uh, The Life and Spirituality of John Newton. Of course, John Newton, most famous for writing Amazing Grace. And so this was published. Uh, it's actually two, two of his works. One is a series of letters that he published in 1764 under the name An Authentic Narrative. And it was his uh, autobiography of sorts. Uh, and uh, well, I mean, it's an autobiography, but it's not really big. So, uh, like I said, it's just a series of letters. Uh, there's also, I believe, uh, some articles about growing in the Christian faith. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, and the second work, the spiritual letters on growth in grace, where he lays out his understanding of conversion and spiritual growth, quote unquote. So, yep, pretty excited about that. And let's see, what else? Hey, uh, I wanted to tell you, I know uh, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, you know I've been promoting various podcasts on the Christian Podcast Community. You can check them out at christianpodcastcommunity.org. The one I want to highlight this time is a show that we do every month called Theology Throwdown. And we discuss different topics. It's usually a panel discussion. We discuss different theological topics with the idea that we can disagree in love. Now, as it happens, more often than not, we tend to agree on things, So, but it still makes for an interesting discussion. Well, as, as I said, as, I'm, as we're recording this, it's August, a lot of people are taking vacation and everything, so we thought a theology of rest. Well, last month, I ended up being the host of the Theology Throwdown, so I ended up getting the job this month as well. So if you want to hear me lead a roundtable discussion via a Zoom call on the theology of rest and relaxation and all the different facets of that, which I won't get into here, it turned out to be a pretty lively and interesting discussion. It was it was a lot of fun to record. And so check that out, christianpodcastcommunity.org. I'll put a link in the show notes as well, right to the episode, and you can go check that out. So I wanted to mention that. Let's see, I talked about the earthquake. I gave you my big secret finds, where to go find good theological books, and what else? Um, so today, I wanted to talk about how do we deal with disappointment? You know, <laughs> pretty much the same way we deal with everything, ultimately. We worship the Lord. That's the short version of it. So I guess, yeah, I could just go ahead and play the outro and be done with the podcast today. But no, I'm going to, we're going to talk about this. This week I had uh, an experience where I was looking up something on the internet and long story short, I don't want to get into it, but it was like, oh, well, that's interesting. That's a bit of a disappointment. I didn't, Nobody told me that. And, uh, you know, it was, so I had a bit of a disappointment on something. And so how do, do so it got me thinking, well, how do we deal with this? Right. Uh, I mean, there are of course, major trials in life, major, major things, the death of a child, the death of a loved one. Uh, honestly, even a death of a pet can be, if you like, like me, my wife and I, we don't have kids when our dogs died both times that, you know, each dog, it was sad. You know, when each dog died, it was, it was a sad thing. 
So how do you deal with, with disappointment? Well, you know, of course, we could grumble, we could complain. Oh, I, the other thing I was going to say, um, so there are major disappointments, but then, or major trials, but then there are just these disappointments in life, right? Um, you know, you applied for the job, you didn't get the job, um, that sort of thing. So how do we deal with disappointments? Well, of course, you know, we could grumble and complain. It's not fair. They, you know, oh, whatever the reasons, whatever the circumstances. So we could see it from a human perspective. And yeah, there may be some legitimacy that, you know, it was, I've been in situations where they knew all along who they were going to hire, for example. Um, but they brought us all through the, through the motions of the interviews. But meanwhile, they all had, they always knew there was somebody that they were going to hire. Now, in full disclosure, in the corporate world, I've also been on the other side of that where, you know, I, I was going to be the guy getting the job, but they had to go through the due process of interviewing people. It's just the way it worked out. So, you know, humanly there's, there's that, but how do you see it? So how do we deal with disappointment? Um, or do you see it as from the Lord, accepting it as his sovereign and kind will, right? That, uh, and hopefully we see it like that, that whatever it was, however it came out, uh, it was from his providence. Now, again, we look to Job and of course, Job is an example of more than just disappointment. I mean, this is serious, heavy duty trials. But at the same time, we can take away from that, not only for the big, heavy-duty trials in our lives, but also for the disappointments, right? Um, so what does he say in Job 121? It says, the Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Maybe the Lord gave an opportunity, or what we thought might be an opportunity, and then the Lord takes it away. And again, blessed be the name of the Lord. Or in Job 2.10, when his wife tells him to curse God and die. And then he replies and he says to her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? And I, I love that what. It almost makes me think Job was from New Jersey. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? Or shall we not receive adversity? But that what kind of cracks me up there. What? Shall we not? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil or adversity? So, yes, we may be sad for a short time. And, and God knows that. I mean, God knew how much you were praying for that thing, whatever it was, that situation to turn out the way it was. Um, you know, the Lord knows that, and he cares. He cares for you as his child. 
He knows that you wanted it to work out differently. He knows you're disappointed. Uh, But at the same time, as we grow in the Lord, I think we tend to bounce back faster from disappointments. don't, Don't you think so? I mean, have you been walking with the Lord for a long time? I think that the more we walk with the Lord, the more we do tend to bounce back from disappointment faster. I think there's two reasons for that. One, uh, we, we've had more than a few disappointments already, so we kind of know the drill. I say two, I'll say three Three reasons. One, we already know the drill. We, we've had disappointments before. Two, we've already seen God's wisdom in those, and that it was good that it worked out the way he ordained it. So we see that from past experiences. And third, foundationally, we just we, we know the Lord more than we did when we were just starting out with him. So we can we trust him more. So in dealing with disappointments, you know, the Lord will comfort us and he will wipe away the tears. And he loves his dear children. And there's no more, I mean, there is more joy. Think of it this way. There is more joy in returning to God in faith and saying, Lord, you knew. Lord, whatever you ordain is right. Lord, you're no less good. Lord, to whom am I going to go? You alone have the words of eternal life right? Um, There's more joy in turning quickly back to the Lord from that disappointment and trusting him than in wallowing in it and then being at risk of it turning into self-pity or, uh, again, that that rebellion, that grumbling and complaining, uh, essentially a temper tantrum. Let me ask you, how has God helped you through disappointments? You know, what, what advice from the scriptures do you have? What, what, what are some verses that comforted you or stories from the scriptures that comforted you in disappointments? How have you seen where, you know, Lord, man, I am so glad that you worked it out the way you did and not the way I wanted. Uh, I'm so glad that this didn't go the way I was thinking, um, So, or yes, I was disappointed, but I learned from it because it was really for my good that this happened. Uh, I, you know, you grew, how did you grow spiritually from it? So yeah, email me, would you send me a note at show at graceandpeaceradio.com. That's show at graceandpeaceradio.com. I would, uh, I'd love to hear how the Lord has worked in your life. And, and do you find that true also? That the more you have walked with God, the more you bounce back from disappointments faster. Uh, I'm not saying that they, they, they aren't still disappointments. If they weren't, they wouldn't be disappointments. But do you find that you bounce back faster? Well, I hope this has been an encouragement to you. I hope that the Lord is encouraging you this week and that uh, if you are experiencing a disappointment, that you will see his goodness and kindness and providence in it and that you will turn it back to praise uh, faster and 
that we can all do these things to, to his glory. Thanks so much for joining me this week. I really appreciate it. And uh, may the Lord bless you. And we'll talk more next week. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash graceandpeaceradio. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.